Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The champ is here! The champ is here! Yes, yes, yes. I am Big Steve, aka Last of a Dying Breed, on the Twitter machine here with the Castworthy Podcast, episode 10. Uh, I am here riding solo dolo this fine eve, uh, as my co hosts were unavailable to record. Um, before we get started, uh, just so that we can uh, get this out of the way, uh, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter at Castworthy. Uh, also, find us on YouTube now. Uh, find us on Spreaker, www.spreaker.com, S P R E A K E R.com. Find us on Spotify and also find us on the Apple Podcast app. Um, We'd like for you guys to uh, to to interact, like us, uh, dislike us, share some of your feedback, etc. Um, and uh, we'll interact going back. So to get started this fine evening, a few things that uh, that I wanted to talk about um, and just shed some light on. I know we're a little bit late on the topic, so didn't want to spend much time on it, but did want to talk about the Aisha Curry thing. Um, heard lots of, uh, opinions, uh, back and forth because it is such an age topic. Uh, but, uh, some of the stuff that, uh, that I've heard, I I mean, I want to make sure that my opinion is out there as well. And, uh, some of the stuff that my, uh, my cronies have, uh, have stated on our side. So for those who don't know, Aisha Curry was, uh, on Jada Pinkett's red table, uh, doing an interview and she indicated that um, she was slightly jealous of the fact that women are constantly going at Steph Curry. Um, and she's not getting any attention from gentlemen in her DMs. And to that, uh, we say, you're fucking crazy, Aisha Curry. Um, number one, uh, you know... Steph Curry is the one of the biggest stars in the NBA, one of the biggest stars in America. Um, I mean, globally, uh, people know him and respect him for his greatness. Um, so just like, you know, LeBron James's wife, people are I'm sure people are jumping in in her uh, DMs trying to get at her um, and, you know, not being in the spotlight as the spouse. Um, you can't expect everyone to know who you are. Generally, you know, um, you have the cooking show. You guys are uh, constantly in uh, doing interviews for magazines, uh, outlining how happy you are and, uh, you know, showing what um, 
you know, the American dream is from a relationship status um, with the three kids, the happy home, you know, successful uh, businesses, etc. And because of that, that's going to deter people. People are going to see that people are going to think, well, it's a happy home. Most people, you know, men in general um, aren't going to prey on the happy home. Right. They're looking for. The woman who is constantly showing clearly that they're not being appreciated um, because that's an easy prey. It's, you know, just like anything else. It's like uh, animals. Men are hunters when it comes to that. Um, And, you know, uh, a vulnerable woman is much more uh, susceptible to accepting the game and falling for it than one that is in a happy relationship with, of course, um, you know, somebody who's bringing home lots and lots of money. So just my take on it. Um, The way I look at it, if, uh, you know, if you wanted the attention, now I'm sure you're getting plenty of it. Um, You know, floodgates probably opened up and, you know, dudes are just probably in there, you know, shooting they taking a shot because at the end of the day now people are thinking well you know she's unhappy if this is the first steps of her being unhappy you know there could be an alimony check coming out of that and uh you know what what better way to get a come up you know uh in america rather than suing someone which is the big thing than uh finding somebody that's gonna have some money or has some money so uh if you're not getting that attention yet i'm sure it will come um, on that same token, uh, Golden State Warriors without Kevin Durant went ahead and moved forward and, uh, eliminated the Houston Rockets, uh, showing us again that, uh, James Harden is not, uh, playoff ready. He's not champion ready. He's a regular season guy. Um, I know there's uh, a lot of people that thought that he was going to take that next step forward. But, uh, you know, with the team that he had, everybody was healthy this year. He showed again that he uh, doesn't seem to be ready to take it to that next level. While Golden State, even without Kevin Durant, was able to execute and get it done. So uh, big ups to Golden State Warriors. Uh, Clay Thompson came up big. Um, and uh, playoff Draymond was out there. Um the other Western Conference matchup, uh, we had uh, the Portland Trailblazers um, on the road take over uh, or, or win the series um, against the Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets went down uh, at home to a not a Damian Lillard, Damian Lillard who took over the series before, but uh, to CJ McCollum in that game seven who killed things. So, um yeah, Portland is looking like they could be a problem even without their, your, you know, their number one center in uh, Nurkic. So uh, we'll see. Um, they're going to play Golden State. It's hard to pick against Golden State, um, you know, even though Portland looks good and, and they're looking polished. They have some stars over there now with CJ McCollum and uh, now helping out Dame. But um going to have to say uh, if, if I'm making a choice, I think Golden State goes to the finals. I think they beat uh, Portland in five. Portland might sneak one out at home. Eastern Conference. Uh, one of the reasons I think one of my co-hosts couldn't be here, uh, Senor E, who is from Philadelphia, a huge Philly sports fan. Um, 
his 76ers took took the big loss to uh, Toronto with uh, Kawhi Leonard hitting a huge shot, huge game winning shot. Um, real real interesting there. Um, Kawhi took about I think he took 35 shots. Uh, I think he took more shots than he had points. So um, that was interesting. But to see, you don't usually see that one man gang winning um, or getting this far in the playoffs uh, year after year. So, um, you know, his first year in Toronto, he's taken those guys to to that next level. Toronto's always been uh, a team that got kicked out in the first or second round, partially because uh, LeBron James was there. So uh, LeBronless playoffs. Is struck in again. We've talked about this in the past. Um, and Toronto is uh, is on to the Eastern Conference Finals, where they will see the boss. Uh, sorry, the Milwaukee Bucks, who beat the Boston Celtics uh, with the Greek Freak. Um, put on a great show. A stack team, real quiet stack team with uh, uh, Middleton and Eric Bledsoe and those guys. Um, I think uh, the Bucks are going to be tough for uh for toronto considering uh kyle lowry doesn't like to play basketball in the playoffs um hopefully Kawhi can lock down the greek freak and not put him on the line 20 times a game and make it a series but i think the bucks go to the finals and we see a greek freak versus kd finals um mvp candidates on both sides of the ball uh, and, uh, you know, once again, Golden State's going to, uh, in, you know, my eyes going to take it down. I don't think there's anybody left that can, uh, that can take the chip from them. So, um, that was just a, a quick synopsis, uh, at the end of the, each round for the playoffs, we like to discuss, um, what we think is going to happen in the next round and where things are. So real quick to get that out there. Um, and moving on uh, on the sports front, um, I want to talk about Game of Thrones, um, watching the internet and watching the reactions to Game of Thrones episode five, season eight. Um, I'm appreciative of entertainment. I'm extremely appreciative of CGI. And it seems like that's where HBO has moved with the Game of Thrones franchise in this final season. Um, the dragon scene when they killed Varys, uh, the CGI to get that in there was beautiful. Um, and then throughout the uh, episode, as we saw the dragon, uh, the CGI was was pretty amazing. Uh, they did a great job with that that part of it. However. On a from a story front, lots of uh, holes uh, in in what we saw. Some plot holes, um, some silly stuff that just made uh, didn't make much sense. Um, 10, 11 plus years of uh, of waiting to see what would happen to Cersei, um, and uh, you know the way she died, uh, you know. Is not what people were were expecting, um, but yeah, just to uh, to get it started all starting from the beginning, um, wondering what uh, what Ver- where Varys's uh, letters end up. That's going to be, I think, it's going to play a part somehow, some way. Um, 
we got to see Daenerys uh, turn into the Mad Queen. And I think the actual t- full turning point, people are saying when uh, Masandi got killed, but I don't even think that was it. I think it was actually when she approached Jon and uh, once again attempted to kiss him, um, even though it's her nephew and he's, you know, told her, hey, we're related. Um, and, uh, you know, he seemed like he was he was with it and then he pulled away. And uh, she goes, uh, is that all I am to you as a queen? When he tells her, you know, you'll always be my queen. And so thing with that is, at that point, he should have addressed the situation. Listen, you're my aunt. We can't get it. We can't get it popping like this. It's not, this is not what we're here for. Um, you know, let's go try and win this war and keep it moving. Um, instead, you know, she, she went on with her... Uh, you know, I guess I'll rule through fear and um, kind of put it out there. And, and that should have been enough for Jon Snow to or Aegon to uh, know that she was going to go mad. Uh, I like to call her Daenerys Left Eye Lopez, um, <laughs> House Targaryen, because uh, that was just a testament of what uh, <laughs> the impact of uh some good deed does to uh, to women because um, it, it's clear that that was the equivalent of uh, keying someone's car, popping their tires, breaking their windows, uh, standing outside their house screaming. Um, it's pretty much what she did. She she lost it. She lost it. Um, she she couldn't contain herself after uh, Johnny Boy didn't want to give her anything additional. So. Um, I think that's what drove her to be mad. They they led us throughout the season, kind of showing us that she was going to be mad. Um, she was going crazy. And uh, lots of events from Jorah uh, to Masande to the dragons dying. Um, but I think uh, the straw that broke the camel's back was uh, not being able to get the one that she loved to love her back again. So... Yeah, she went crazy, burnt some shit down. And um, in watching that, I don't know what the fuck uh, Dragonfire is made of, but it is apparently made of uh, something extremely strong because as soon as it hit the structure of those buildings, them shits fell. Um, and uh, everything I've been taught in my days, that's not how fire works. Usually, you know, fire hits, it burns, and after a long time, some shit might fall uh, when you got structure like that. So, um, you know, a little interesting there how they did that. Um, the CGI was good, but I think that didn't make much sense. Um, some plot holes. We also saw um, a battle that I, I don't remember anybody asking for. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's not one Game of Thrones fan out there that was like, I can't wait to see Euron, Greyjoy, and... Uh, Jamie Lannister get it popping. Not sure where that came from. Not sure where the writers decided that was going to be a good battle or or people would appreciate that. It was trash. Um, and Jamie got stabbed pretty bad twice and still found a way to make it to uh to Cersei so they could die together in each other's arms. Um HBO's killing us. Killing us. Uh they're batting uh <laughs> Over two so far with those situations. Um, the Hound, 
uh, you know, fighting the mountain, his brother, you know, that was built up, built up, built up, built up. And I think they did that horribly as well. Just my take. Uh, I think we could have done without that. That was a time filler. Um, and then they end up both dying. It, it, that was, you know, I think that was whack. I think we could have done without that. Um, oh, for three. Uh, Aria. Aria, you know, running through the town as things were collapsing. Um, they, they, they did a, a bad job showing us, uh, you know, or trying to get a suspense in a suspenseful mode where we were wondering, Oh, did she make it? Oh, Ari is dead. Um, I think after the third or fourth time she escaped death, uh, we had it down there and then ma the magical horse, uh, popped up in which she took and, and disappeared with ran off. So, uh, uh, my, my thought is obviously Arya's is going to play another part. She's already slayed the ma the, uh, night King. Um, and I think, and I think a lot of people think she's going to end up killing, uh, Daenerys. The question is how and when, uh, I feel like there's personally, there's going to be a fight. I think we're going to see John and Grey Worm fight on this last episode, which I, I feel, I think they should have fought immediately when Grey Worm decided he was going to spear the dude after, uh, they dropped their swords. If John was all about peace and all about, you know, keeping people alive, he would have, you know, got at Grey Worm right there. So I, I think we see that in this last episode. And I think that personally think that's going to lead to Daenerys making a choice, um, you know, to, to get at John and either, you know, she's going to be successful in killing him or in the process of doing so, Arya will appear um, and save the day once again. Uh, so should be interesting to see how that's going to play out. Um, like to know uh, how others think. Uh, we've had I had some water cooler talk today at work with some people and um, heard some uh, some other theories, which. I brushed under the rug. Um, didn't think made much sense to me, um, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. Uh, everybody has a theory, and everyone's entitled. Um, Tyrion, Tyrion did some bullshit when it snitched on Varys and Varys, and then uh, in the very next scene, he or two scenes later, he's uh, committing treason just the same, letting Jamie out. So, um, I think Tyrion realized at some point um i think he had some humility finally um and he realized at the end of the day cersei is still my sister like blood is blood blood is thicker than water um and uh and jamie's my brother so as much as i'm here to serve uh denarius that's still my sister like i you know and she's pregnant so <laughs> probably be best for me to try and save her um and he tried and he tried and he did everything he could to uh to save her and um i'm pretty sure he knows that uh things are not going to be so great now uh as a fallout to his actions uh denarius crazy ass is probably gonna um probably kill him 
uh, HBO kind of gave us that when she, you know, told us, hey, the next time you fail me as a hand will be the last time. So um, that'll be really cliche. We'll already have seen that coming if uh, if that happens. But, um, you know, Tyrion, uh, the shot of him, though, when when things were going crazy and she right after she went mad, um, when he's walking over the battlefield of dead people was uh, was a great shot. They did a good job with that, I think. Um, the visual on that was great. And, uh, you know, he, you know, his facial express expressions and the way he kind of sold it as a uh, reality was, uh, was great. And, you know, him being stunned and not believing in, in disbelief of what was going on. Um, you know, I think he really did believe that if the bells were rung, that, uh, psycho, would uh let things go and and not kill innocent women and children which by the way brings me to um a conversation i had today um someone at my job a huge feminist um toxic femininity came out telling me well if denarius was a man everybody would be forward and cheering for her wrong that's bullshit. Ain't nobody thinking about that. Um, here's the thing. The biggest thing for me is, like with Cersei, Cersei was what she was. We knew what she was from day one when she was getting it popping with Jamie, and, you know, she was with it when he pushed Bran out the window. We knew what Cersei was. She never disguised it. She was a scumbag. Even at times when she was, you know, vulnerable, when they shamed her and walked her up the street, she came back in there. And, and you know, when she was thrown in in uh, the dungeon and all of that shit, we still saw um, that Cersei was a scumbag and we, we knew what she was about. So um, I respected Cersei. She was playing the game the way the game was supposed to be played. Game of Thrones. Like, I'm trying to get through this, whatever it takes. Whether that means I got to kill innocent, whether that means I need to, um, you know, use family as bait, whether I need to, you you know, get rid of whatever. Right. Um, that's that's what she was trying to do. She's trying to be uh, the queen of the kingdom. So Cersei was moving the way we expected Cersei to move. Um, the biggest thing with Danny is, you know, she she came on and ever since we met her and we were introduced to her. She was all about freeing slaves, keeping people alive, making sure people are not going through, um, you know, the the uh, getting massacred, killed and, you know, going through the trials and tribulations of poor leaders. And. Um, it all went away, so, you know, she was driven crazy, but she was like, well, you know, uh, a wolf in sheep's clothing. We expected and we've been taught that she's a great person. And I think that's what really killed people is not so much that uh, that it happened. It's that it wasn't expected to go down that way. Like all the way up until people were probably really thinking she's going to ride with John. Like she she went to the north. She fought this battle, which had to be done. So for the people that say, well, she she gave so much for him and went up there. Well, if she didn't. <laughs> there wouldn't have been no kingdom for her to, to rule uh, because um, the Night King and, and his cronies would have uh, 
would have been running shit right now. So um, she didn't really have much of a choice in that in that argument. So, um, yeah, but she was a wolf in sheep's clothing, which is what I was getting at. And um, I think that's why people don't like it. Uh, it's not so much that she did it. It's definitely not that she's a woman. Um, I think people are just reaching for straws on that one. Um, but we expected better from her. We've seen uh, better from her. Continuously heard her preach that, uh, preach the word. And, uh, you know, when it was time for action, she changed up. So that was that was rough. Um. Yeah, Sansa tried to tell us people hating on Sansa, um, but end of the day, she she knew what was coming. She knew what it was, and she saw she saw through Daenerys's bullshit. So Sansa was there. Um, I'm wondering how they're gonna patch up this last episode though. Um, supposed to be another another long one. I think an hour and twenty minutes, like these last few, and um. There's still a lot that we are yet to have seen or known. And so you figure you know, some of the stuff that needs to be patched up, we still need to know what's going on in Winterfell. We need to know what's going to happen, you know, what's going on with Sansa. Um, still, we're going into the last episode of the series, and we have no clue what the use of Bran was for this whole time, besides the fact that he could see the past, um, but did nothing with it to save us. Uh, or help us, or them rather, not us. Um, and uh, yeah, so we're we're wondering, you know, we, we still haven't seen what's going to happen in Winterfell. We still need to find out what's going to happen with Daenerys and John, um, uh, Arya. Um, you know, the, the the biggest thing there to me is with uh, you know, when all these other episodes have started where they're in some type of group setting having a conversation about you know what the next steps are yada 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 i don't think that happens this time there's no way that can happen this time the bitch went crazy and uh you know for for them to try and have a civilized conversation with her to, to hash it out i don't i don't think that is going to work out um so yeah I think uh, unless, well, the Red Keep's gone, so there's no way for her to, to sit on the throne and, you know, hold court for them. So I'm wondering if that's how it plays out. You know, she's making her claim uh, to the throne based on burning shit apart. And, um, you know, she's listening to people and hearing how they should go. John comes up. Um, Listen, you crazy motherfucker. Or, you know, maybe maybe he leaks it even further somewhere. Um, you know, I don't know where what's left. I don't know what's left to leak uh, or who's left for him to leak to that he is Aegon Targaryen and he's, you know, the uh, the rightful heir to the throne. So um interested to see how this last episode is going to play out. There's uh, they got a lot to fit into uh, a small time. And. uh you know, if people if they're still battling and there's people that are still going to die and, you know, clearly we're not going to have time to see the aftermath of uh, King's Landing to see, you know, who made it, who didn't and, you know, shit like that. So 
Um, this is going to be, it's going to be an interesting episode to, to say the least to see how they're going to end this, uh, this series in this season. Um, but yeah, uh, I think they, they did a, they did do a very good job with the CGI, the dragon flying back and forth. Um, you know, just the, the, uh, visuals of the buildings falling and, and stuff like that. I think they did a really good job with the uh, the visuals of it, the logic of it, not so much, not very logical. Um, Cersei and Jamie dying could have done that better. Um, shit, uh, you know that that was just you know you know you got people. It's like if if Joffrey would have fucking killed himself or offed himself people would not have been happy about that shit i I don't know what uh the writers did over at hbo um it seems like they tried to maybe go on social media and all over the internet and find people's theories and say uh whatever we do let's make sure that nobody's theory comes true um because surely again nobody asked for a Jamie and you're on fight. <laughs> Trash. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's our, our game of Thrones hot take for the cast worthy podcast. I want to, uh, I want to see where, where this plays out. Um, after next week's ep- or next week's game of Thrones episode, um, you know, give us a listen because you'll hear, I'm sure some more, opinionated opinions from from our guys here at the Castworthy podcast um betting on them being more available next week um and it not just being you having to listen to uh to me and and my theories here so um what else what else what else what else um Aisha Curry, um, some NBA stuff, some Game of Thrones stuff. Uh, jeez. News, news, news. What else is taking place? Nothing I can think of. Nothing I can think of. So, with that, um, gonna keep it short and sweet. Uh, this episode, um, just a quick half hour, quick, quick listen. I uh, hope it was something, you know, maybe, you know, you listen to on your commute. Um, but I do want to stress again that we're available for listening on YouTube now. Uh, just search Castworthy. Um, we're still available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, www.spreaker.com. That's speaker with an R, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Um, follow us on Instagram at castworthy underscore podcast. Follow us on Twitter at castworthy. Um, like us, comment, you know, shit, DM us, get in our DMs like, uh, like Aisha, tell us what you want to hear. Give us, uh, you know, feedback. We, we love it. We take it. Um, and, uh, we, we hope you like listening. Um, Thank you very much for uh, listening and stay tuned. Peace.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.